Welcome to Thesis, a podcast about trends in higher education systems in international spheres, exploring the field of higher education across the world. I'm your host, Kelly Davis, and you are listening to Thesis Interludes. Thesis Interludes are episodes occurring in between seasons where we feature students in the process of developing their research projects in the field of higher education. Guests are asked what the research topic is, why they chose it, which methods they are using, what challenges they have faced, and what they have learned thus far in the process of their projects. The podcast team is starting with featuring our very own master's theses. This week features Tracy Waldman, who will discuss her thesis topic focusing on the motivations of international students from outside of the European Union and the European Economic Area, who selected Norway as a study destination for their master's degrees amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. Hello and welcome to another Thesis Interlude. I'm your host, Kelly Davis, and today I'm here with one of our producers on the podcast, Tracy Waldman. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Great to be here. Now, so tell us your topic I know is relevant to international students. Um, one might say that it's relevant to the University of Oslo and Norway as a whole. Um, so tell us what your thesis is about and what your overall question was, what your research questions were. Yes, so I'm looking to get a more comprehensive look at modern international student mobility. So I'm looking at decision making and perceptions about foreign study destinations. And for my research, I'm specifically focusing on international postgraduate students from outside of the European Union who chose to study in Norway for their master's degrees. And so I'm focusing on second year master's students. So my research problem is looking to explore how they navigated their motivations when choosing to apply for master's degree programs abroad during the COVID pandemic. So late 2020, early 2021 timeframe and how that impacted their decision making before they ultimately selected Norway for their postgraduate study destination. And in terms of my research questions, so um, my first one is asking about international master students and their motivations and which are most influential in their decision to apply for a degree program abroad during the context of a global pandemic. And then secondly, how have these master students navigated their various motivational factors when ultimately choosing Norway as their international study destination? So why did you decide on this topic specifically? So I chose this topic um, of international student mobility and decision-making as it lies at the intersection of a couple different interest areas of mine. Uh, the first area being international education. Before I started the higher education master's program at University of Oslo, I had been working within the international education field for um, about five or six years. And then the second area I'm interested in is that of university admissions and specifically how international students navigate the application and selection processes. And international student mobility is quite a well-examined area within higher education research, but I feel like the pandemic created really an unprecedented time of global upheaval for international student mobility. So it seemed to provide a fresh and timely angle with which to examine the topic. And then deciding to focus my case study on graduate students in Norway specifically actually happened due to a major policy change that the Norwegian government announced in the fall of 2020 
too, as I was working on my thesis proposal. Um, so degree programs at public universities in Norway had been tuition free for all students, even international students. But the Norwegian government has put into place this policy change. So beginning for the autumn 2023 semester, international students from outside the European Union will now have to pay tuition fees if they want to enroll in higher education institutions in Norway. And based on figures from Oslo's city government in 2022, the capital was home to approximately 8,000 international students from over 65 countries. So this leads to the question, what might happen to the city and its universities in terms of continuing to be able to attract international students from around the world once these tuition fee changes are implemented? So it seems an opportune time to talk to current non-EU master students regarding the motivations that led them to choose to study in Norway. Um, factors like academic quality, economic, social, and cultural aspects in order to better understand the international student landscape in Norway when the strategic future of international students in the country is approaching a real crossroads. And it is a super relevant topic right now. We're recording this in March, and today there was even another and yet another article in Aftenposten, which is one of the uh, newspapers in Norway talking about how those who are working in universities are really nervous about how many international students outside of the European Economic Area and EU um, are are going to apply uh, or or decide to come. So it might be that they already decided to apply because the deadline is in uh, December of. Of, a, of the uh, year. So at that point in time in 2022, it wasn't officially decided if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. And in addition, they didn't know what the costs were going to be. So we didn't know what it was going to look like. But now that the costs have come up, the uh, they that's quite high. And so there's a lot of concern that they're not going to get international students who end up deciding to come after all. So the, the the kind of projected numbers of how much money is going to be made off of this change, they're really skeptical of. But anyway, so this is a this is a case study you mentioned. How are you planning on collecting data? Yes, so I'm using a qualitative approach for my methodology. I'm exploring the research problem's focus of international students in Norway and their mobility motivation. So a qualitative approach, um, I think, will help me formulate a better understanding about the perceptions of international master students regarding their decision-making for their mobility journeys. And so I'm conducting one-on-one interviews to collect my data, which should allow a detailed dive into these students' thought processes um, so I can collect insights about their point of view regarding their international student mobility decisions. And where are you in the process of your thesis? So uh, currently I have completed my interview phase. So I've spoken to 10 international master students from outside of the EU who are all in their second year of studies at two of the major universities in Oslo, the first being the University of Oslo. So I've spoken to five students uh, there. And then the other university is uh, BI, Norwegian Business School. I've also spoken to five students who attend BI. And I specifically chose those two schools because BI is actually a private institution. 
So it's one in Norway that already has tuition fees in place for international students, whereas the University of Oslo is a public university, so they have not had tuition fees in place for international students prior to this new change that's going to happen for the autumn 2023 semester. So I felt like there could be an interesting point of comparison there between the students at the two institutions, um, especially as it relates to any potential economic and financial motivations for their deciding to come to BI or University of Oslo. And I was also able to speak to 10 students who came from 10 different countries. So I've been able to collect some really fascinating and distinctive perspectives from students who came to Norway from across the globe. What have been some of the challenges that you have encountered so far? So firstly, I would say getting interview participants was a definite challenge. Um, Master students are very busy. Many are juggling their studies with part-time jobs and other commitments. So just finding 10 people who are willing to take an hour out of their day to do an interview with me took um, a lot more time and effort than I'd anticipated. And then just generally, I'd say another challenge is the whole process of conducting a thesis project. Um, I've never completed a thesis before um, in my prior studies. So for me, there's not really a clear roadmap of what all the steps are along the way. It's a lot of figuring out as you go along, um, getting advice from my fellow master's students and looking to theses from past master's students from um, the Department of Education at the Univers University of Oslo just for guidance in terms of how a thesis might be written. And perhaps more importantly, what have you learned so far about uh, the, the topic or higher education in general or even yourself? So I'm an international master's student in Norway. Um, so I think uh, what I've learned is that there's definitely a universality in terms of the experiences of why international students seek to pursue a degree program abroad. There's a really straightforward and effective concept often cited to describe migration patterns for international student mobility, and that is push factors and pull factors. And push factors are those factors that propel students away from their home country for educational opportunities, and pull factors being those factors that attract students to go to a new international destination to achieve their academic goals. So while the graduate students I've interviewed come from 10 very different nations around the world and are pursuing a variety of different fields of study, there is a lot of common ground between the push factors and pull factors that have led them to leave their home country and move to Norway for their master's degree programs. And what is maybe the most important thing that you need right now to help you succeed? I would say time. More hours in the day would be very helpful. It's quite an undertaking to complete original thesis research, including data collection and analysis, and then writing up the full thesis report in the span of one semester. So it's definitely been a challenge in terms of time pressure. Um, I'm hoping to finish, though, by the end of the spring 2023 semester and then take a much-needed vacation. We hope that you finish in time as well. <laughs> Maybe one of, Fingers crossed. one of the only ones. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But um, so our final question, which we ask everyone, as you know, is who was someone or what was an experience that's been particularly influential in your higher education journey? So looking, I'd say, to the experiential part of the question, my previous higher education was in a completely different field. So I think the most influential experience for me was my time working at the Institute of International Education, um, IIE, prior to starting the higher ed master's program at the University of Oslo. During my time at IIE, I had opportunities to work on some really impactful 
global scholarship and fellowship programs where I got to engage with students and scholars from around the world and collaborate with colleagues from IIE's international offices. And these professional experiences were really life-changing for me and prompted me to want to go beyond um, my U.S.-focused perspective and seek out a global mindset in terms of how I wanted to learn about higher education and further my own academic goals for postgraduate study. And I ended up moving to Norway for a master's degree and am part of an 11-person cohort where the students come from eight different countries. So it has really been an incredible opportunity to learn about higher education within the context of such a globally diverse cohort of students. Well, Tracy, we wish you the best of luck on your thesis, a very relevant, timely topic. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this thesis interlude. If you'd like to support our guests today in their research efforts, please send us an email stating how you think you can help at thesishigheredpodcast at gmail.com. Today's thesis episode does not take position on the issues discussed on the podcast. Opinions expressed on this episode are solely those of the guests or hosts. If you liked what you listened to today, please follow the podcast and feel free to leave us a rating or a comment. This podcast is produced and edited by Ekaterina Korinska, Ayla Rubenstein, Tracy Waldman, Kelly Davis, and Maria Angeles Hidalgo. Original music is produced by Pedderstrom. Thanks for listening to Thesis. We'll talk to you next time.